just a nigga at the NC Trying to put you up on game to put it simply Remember days I was empty Remain true to myself, that's always been key Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin', everybody out there in the world, in the universe, in the multiverse, in the spider-verse, wherever you are listening to this, uh, I appreciate you, and uh, you are now tuned in to the world's most poverty-stricken podcast, I'm your host, OG Odie, and this is the world's most, um, oh man, this is, uh, my bad, you're not, I mess that shit up all the time, fuck it, you're not tuned in to another installment of Broke Conversations, hello, I hope everybody's doing good out there, feeling well, um, maybe you got something to drink on, you got something to smoke on, um, I most definitely do, I ain't gonna lie to you right now, I just wanna, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here for another motherfucking week, consistency is key, man, consistency is key, make sure whatever you're doing, stay at it, man, yes, Anyway, uh, let, let me move on to the first topic. Um, I recently got this news, just like you you maybe have or everybody else has, um, about the House of Rep- the House of Representatives re- recently passed a bill to federally decriminalize marijuana, and um, there's something called the More Act, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, um, and that would be used to get rid of current criminal penalties for trafficking having trafficking possessing and everything that got get the um they got to do with you know getting the people out of jail for using weed because bruh weed is not a motherfucking drug people don't break into shit for weed people don't you know what i'm saying do crazy shit for weed the other shit that when you sever relationships when you when you're on the hardest shit that's the shit that really fuck up lives and really fuck up relationships weed is the opposite it brings people together but anyway this is exactly what i said a couple weeks ago this this is exactly what i said i wanted to see um when i said and even though whatever when i gave that announcement that uh, a few states um they opened up their policies and they um they changed they changed the laws about decriminalizing weeds in certain states like new jersey etc etc um this is exactly what i wanted and yeah (laughs) I, i i love to hear this and Listen, just because I'm um I'm talking about this and let me light this up right now. Just because I'm talking about this right now, it doesn't mean it's going to go all the way through. Cause you you know it, it takes more than one person to run a government and pass laws and shit like that. So I hope that it gets to where that bill needs to be, so it can really positively change and affect lives in a in a in a great way. Because billions of dollars are already being made in the weed industry, so you might as well. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Don't be a fucking hypocrite at the end of the day. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, moving on. Warner Bros. This is big. Warner Bros. Will they de- um they came out with a statement that said they will debut all new movies that come out in select theaters on HBO Max in 2020. So that means Warner Bros. Everybody, everybody that's that's over there in that media company, everybody that's you know contributing to that, they're switching over from movies to TV. And this is this is one of the first if not the first and the biggest um excuse me, the biggest change in the game ever since this covid shit this covid shit has been happening and shit like that. This has been the this is the first of many. This is the first of many. I don't know how that will affect money and shit like that because when because even when we talk about music, 
And uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm about to do a D. I just remember. I'm about to do a D. A D Smoke album review on his uh, Grammy nominated Grammy nominated album a little later. Uh, Black Habits. But anyway, that's later. Oh damn, what was I about to say? Oh yeah, Warner Bros. Oh yeah, niggas is niggas is switching over. Niggas is switching over to shit. And now, oh yeah, I was yeah. That's I'm off topic. Uh, I remember what I was about to say. I wonder how that's going to switch over. Because, you know, with streams, when you're talking about music and shit, like, streams count less than physical album copies. Like, like it, it, you got to have a certain amount of th- streams to equal one album sell, album sell and shit like that. And, you know, TikTok and YouTube numbers, that actually is it, getting counted towards, you know what I'm saying, streams and shit like that and Billboard and shit like that. So, I just want to know, like, will it be worth it? Like, will they make more at the end of the day or... Obviously, Warner Bros. They're partnering with HBO, so I wonder what that bag looking like, what the schematics of the other fucking contract is looking like for real. So I can, it'd be cool to see like, is they gonna make a hell of a lot more or nah? I don't know. But this, this most definitely is big. It's gonna encourage a lot of people to get HBO Max if you HBO Max at home if you already don't have it. Um. But yeah, that's big and that's motherfucking culture shifting. Um, yeah, moving on. <coughs> this next one is crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn, first hit. Fuck it. Um, Lupe, <coughs> Lupe Fiasco recently made an Instagram post and and it said something along the lines of, literally verbatim, all my fans um are required to get COVID nineteen uh vaccines if they want to come to. My concerts. That's what Lupe said on the um on the um on the on the Instagram post, and that was something that really surprised me and and alarmed me because um if you didn't notice uh <laughs> a lot of people it don't matter what you look like but a lot of people they're fucking against this shit because a lot of people they think oh nah you're trying to make me sick give me the virus a lot of them they like nah <clears throat> because it because um it take about seven to ten years. For a, a, a vaccine to be in trial and being run and be distributed for it to be clean and safe and, you know, all the trial runs. Because the first vac- the very first vaccine is not going to be probably the thing that saves your life immediately. Maybe some people it do, but I don't think for the most part the whole world. So we got to take that into account. Um, But all but all of that being said, all of that being considered... um. That's a big motherfucking statement, and I think most definitely he's gonna get he's gonna lose fans for that. Most definitely because I'm not taking I, I haven't even taken me myself I haven't even taken a vaccine. I don't even remember the last time I had a flu shot. No cap, it feel like over four, maybe five. I don't even know. I literally can't tell you. And maybe that's a good thing, maybe that's a bad thing. But one thing about me is in my in my immune system, if I do get sick, it's like once one time a year. This week, I mean this year, I got sick like twice. So. There's that, but um, but yeah, my with my with my immune system, it's not crazy. I don't be weeks and weeks and weeks sniffling and all that other shit. If my immune system was built different, then you know maybe I would. But a lot of people, you don't need to be, you don't need to fucking take this shit to be safe and you know be alright because I'm living proof of that, and I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners are that as well. But uh, but yeah, though, um, that's some big shit, and I can see, and I can most definitely see him losing fans and losing cre- whatever type of credibility. And I want to know, nigga, and, and something that wasn't in this motherfucking uh, caption is that is is him confirming that he took it. He never said nothing like that. So, like, that's, 
I feel like even if, even when everybody is is being forced to, uh, cause shit, I I even heard an airline. I don't think it's American, but one of them airlines out there, um, they they not letting people ride or fly a certain airline without having the the vaccine. So niggas is really trying to force that mandate shit like a like the masks and shit. And if and. I, I don't be out, I don't be out, I, I'll be inside for the most part, but when I do go out, um, most people do be having masks on, but a lot of, uh, a significant amount of them don't, and they don't get called out on a lot of them, so if niggas, if you can't make niggas put a piece of cloth over their face for 20 minutes or whatever when they grocery shopping, it ain't no way you about to mandate niggas to fucking be susceptible to a vaccine that don't nobody really really know about and don't nobody know the mortality rate of the shit tell us tell us about the people dying and shit everybody couldn't that can't have i mean it's possible but what are the odds of everybody reacting oh it's a smooth a couple people have died and i'm pretty sure the public and shit and the media they're not trying to show that shit but that's a deeper darker criminal link <laughs> but uh but yeah though that that's some big shit and that's that's some crazy shit but uh oh yeah I, I, another thing i want to talk about is uh, i recently got back into reading i just finished um me myself personally i like to read and i like to watch a lot of anime and like mythology and shit like that specifically uh when i was younger i fell in love with greek mythology and the first greek mythology yeah greek mythology book that i read and, and i really got my um got my taste for that genre well, uh, the first book that ever got me, you know, into that state was The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. I think that's just, that's how he says that. Rick Riordan. And uh, ever since then, I've been hooked. I've, I've watched, I'm not, I've watched, I've um, read all of the fucking, all five of the books in The Lightning, in The Lightning Thief, Percy Jackson series. And I moved on to the Kane series. I just read The Red Pyramid. A couple. I just finished that. Finished that up a couple days ago, and now I'm on to the second book in that um series, The Throne of Fire. And I got another one to end up this series. And I, I think honestly, I, I don't. I ain't gonna cap to you like I be reading a lot, cause I, I gotta be in a specific mood. I gotta be chilling. I gotta actually be in that mind state. If I'm stressed out or whatever, I'm most definitely not in that mind state. But lately, I have been, and you know, I've been, I've been catching up. But uh, one of my goals is I want to read all of Rick Riordan's books, all of them. Cause this shit is fire. It just, I've always loved Greek mythology. I've always loved shit that like can't be explained and, or shit that like, it like miracle type shit, shit that normal people can't do. And it's some shit that really make you think like, Oh, is this real? Or, you know, cause no one can confirm or deny it, but just the, just the imagination the the think about the shit, that shit is, that shit, that's it's, yeah. That shit has always been cool to me, you know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, I, I just want to breeze over that. Um, let's go ahead and get on into it. D Smoke Black Habits. I've uh thoroughly listened to this. Well, so I've somewhat thoroughly. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna discredit my shit. I've thoroughly listened listened to the um to this album a few times, and um, I got some, I think I got some I got some pretty good notes on it. Um, this surprised me because. Um, the album before this, the album that he dropped after he won Rhythm and Flow, I liked it a lot, but this one, I felt like he was really, he, he really had the hunger and he really had the, a mission in his mind. <clears throat> a lot of the beats, he just, <clears throat> he was kind of on his, on his, the baby shit and 
in the essence that like as soon as the song come on, as soon as the beat come on, niggas was <clears throat> niggas was ready to go, had the bars ready, nigga was determined and you you could hear the hunger and, and the and the drive in his voice. And I, I love that shit. I love that shit. I, I, um a lot of some of the topics that he uh that he covered on in this um on this album were, you know, black privilege and build build us building our own, have our own banks, you know, all, all everything that come with that. Having our own banks, having our own uh <sighs> Growing food, you, you know what I'm saying? Having our own black owned like industry because most industries, if not all of them uh, in America, are built off well, not built off, but owned by white people, you know what I'm saying? He, he was on that shit, and I, lo- I love to hear that shit, but I only love to hear that shit from a certain few, a certain, a certain select few of my favorite artists or artists that I even listen to because a lot of people they can sound preachy and they can be like, you know, it can, it can sound lame, but. Niggas like D Smoke, niggas like Rhapsody, niggas like Kendrick Lamar, niggas like, you know what I'm saying, J. Cole, they have a certain way of saying it and and a certain sincerity where I know that this nigga did not lie um did not lie um did not tell lies in his raps. And I, I love I've always been I've always been attracted to that. I've always been been drawn to that. And I think that kind of shows up in my artistry. I put my heart on my sleeve and and um in my rhymes and you know whatever I put out, or at least now now I do. Before when I first started, I was on the bullshit, but now you can most definitely tell the difference and tell the growth and shit because there is you know there's a lot of that shit, but not the uh, yeah. But just just to bring it back to smoke, um, I love the way he I love the way he changed up and and <clears throat> on the last album I think it was mostly rap shit <clears throat> and don't. Don't get me on here lying because I wasn't bumping it back to back to back <coughs> like this one, but I bumped his last album a little bit and I like I liked a few songs. I ain't gonna lie, a few of them I I skipped over and shit like that. But this album right here, I love every single song on this shit. <clears throat> there wasn't a skip at all. I think this shit sounds most definitely timeless, timeless, timeless. This, this is most definitely a classic. And the reason, and one of the big reasons why I even wanted to listen to this shit, even though I'm late, he didn't just drop it, but one of the reasons why I wanted to listen to this, to this shit is it was Grammy nominated. And for that being a fact, I was like, damn. Um, because honestly, the first project I heard from him, I think, yeah, Inglewood High, that's what, it was, that's what it was called. Inglewood High, the first project I, I heard from him, it wasn't no, on par with what this was. And I, I believe... I believe either either he had nah. I don't even think he he had this in the tuck because this was this was a whole new in new energy new new concepts. He, he had a a few. I think his dad on on a, on a jail phone call um, as a little interlude in a song and shit. That shit was fire. That that shit was super fucking elaborate. Super, you know what I'm saying? And I love I love to see that for sure for sure. Um. Let me see. Gaspar Yanga. Um, that was a song that he had with, with with Snoop, actually. And if you and if you are a fan or if you have watched the show Rhythm and Flow, that shit came full circle because him and him and Snoop they had a little moment. Snoop asked him where he was from. And um you just you just really had to see. I I don't even think me explaining it would do it justice. If you ain't seen it, go watch Rhythm and Flow on Netflix and then listen to this album. This shit came full circle for sure. Um, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I did not expect that Snoop, um, 
I did not expect that that Snoop verse at all, honestly. And I love to hear it because the nigga Snoop asked Snoop asked Smoke the, the same thing he asked him when he was on the show. Where you from? And you know, he said Inglewood, you know what I'm saying? So I, I love the fact that he he rep he rep his fucking um he he rep his city so hard, you know what I'm saying? He um be on that shit. But honestly, I could hear and and I could feel it in in his voice and in his tone and 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 in his inflection. He really has something to motherfucking prove. Nig- nigga, nigga had the energy and and the beats on this shit. He had at least three three or four of them that for sure he wanted to prove a point. Them shits was knocking fucking hard. One of them, like, like I said, was the shit with Snoop on it. Um, that nigga, bro. The vibes, the vibes on this shit was amazing, and and he actually surprised me on on a few songs. Uh, one or two of them with the little singing skills. I um on the show and on the last album, he never really wanted. He he never really brought that out. Even the little the little harmonizing shit. Um, I believe, I believe he got uh he's singing a chorus on on a, on at least two of them, most definitely on at least two of them. And I love to see artists play with different pockets and play with different, you know, types of music. And this whole album was just straight. It, it was bits of, like, a few of them, about two or three songs on this album, on this playlist, was about R&B. And the rest of it was soul, soul and, and, and jazz instruments. I love that. I love that. I love that. And, um... I was talking to my nigga Stanley the other Stanley the other day. He said that he be listening to <laughs> he be listening to D Smoke. Whenever uh he want whenever he be wanting some new Kendrick music, it's like it's kinda like Diet Kendrick Lamar when you think about it. But n- <laughs> not in a bad way. I wouldn't even say in a bad way. Like they they are very you know, similar and shit. But uh but yeah though. That shit that shit was unique to me, for sure. this this album he 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 was talking about his his hit his past relationships, him fucking up, him him not knowing, not even knowing what love is, him not even knowing the cycle that he kept um, being in, and that's something I could really relate in, my nigga. Like you can you can literally be caught in a trance of life, just keep on living, keep on living, and not knowing that why shit is happening around you, but not knowing that this is it's the simple choices you make every day or every so motherfucking often for sure. But um, let me see. But yeah, um, if uh, I kind of want to speak on that Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar shit a little bit more. I feel like they most definitely have similar styles, and I, and you know, I don't think Inglewood is, is is far from where Kendrick Lamar stays. So you know that would make sense. Um, a lot of people around them are gang members, and that's something that they say in in the music and shit. But um, that's that's not something that they do. So they got that. But I I believe like Kendrick. Or, or at least I'm, I'm just basing off this album. I'm thinking of all Kendrick shit, all his discography, all just all D Smoke's two albums, and you know, that's that's not I guess that's not fair, but fuck it, <laughs> that's that's how we got to do it. Because a lot of people they they compare him, and I, I think I think one of the main differences is sometimes Kendrick will pop out with a verse or, or pop out with with some shit and make a little um make a hook or some shit, and it'll be like weird. It'd be like it'd be like a weird tone, like like some shit I wouldn't normally want to hear from Kendrick, but he can make it good. He can make it fire be- because it's Kendrick's own style. No one else can do that specific pocket. But other than that, when he steps outside of that, it kind of you know it kind of it kind of sounds like D Smoke shit. But obviously they are on two different. I ain't gonna say two different levels because 
this nigga was rapping his fucking ass off with these metaphors and synonyms and double entendres. He was fucking ready and prepared. Smoke sounds amazing. He, he sounds in the best rap shape of his motherfucking life. And I, I love to hear that. I love to see that. And and him being him being an older man, him him having everything fall into place with him winning the money from the from the rhythm and rhythm and flow, and him still being relevant. And not and shortly after that, not even five years after you did rhythm and flow, my nigga, you Grammy nominated. That's big. That's motherfucking. Even if you don't win, he most definitely deserved that nomination, and he most definitely deserved to be regarded in that way because this right here was a classic album. I will give it that. It is a classic album. Like, it is timeless. The the way it sounds, the the music, the skits, the the beginning skit. It was a morning prayer, like with the kids. Ugh, shit hard, man. Shit super hard. Down to the skits. Stop it, bro. For real. My standout songs on this album were, uh, like my daddy. That's that's a song where he where he was on. That's that's kind of uh what I what I um. That's kind of what I referenced to earlier when I said he got a he, he got a sample with his dad on it. Just, just speaking about his situation, speaking about his dad's situation, his dad went went to jail when he was um early in his life, and now it it come full circle because he got he got his own kids and he trying to be lead lead like in his, lead um a good life and and be a good example for his own you know children. So that's that shit fire. That oh my god, I don't even want to say fire. I want to stop saying. Buzzwords like that shit. I want to be descriptive. That shit was exquisite. <laughs> you feel me? But uh, but yeah though. Um, closer to God, he did that song with uh with Sir. I don't know if y'all familiar with Sir, but I, I believe they're brothers, or or, or cousins or, or some shit. I know they're related, and that's super fire. Um, the gist of that song was I get high because I want to get closer to God, but it, it but it's it's kind of ironic because. It's kind of ironic that we call it getting high or getting lifted or on cloud nine because if that were the case, we would be getting closer to God, right? <clears throat> I think that's why a lot of people, they do stronger shit like acid and mushrooms and DMT because they feel like they can see God or, you know what I'm saying, be closer. And who's to say that wrong? Who's to say that wrong? Because when you take shit like that or, or even when you smoke, you know, you feel better and you you. I don't know nobody to smoke and treat people worse. You know what I'm saying? You treat people better, you're more emotionally open and shit like that. You're more, you know, aware of shit, no matter who you are. Or at least for me, this type of shit I smoke. I don't know about y'all, what y'all smoking on, but this shit, you know what I'm saying? The shit I'm on, yeah. But um, no, I, I love that message. I, I most definitely love that message. And, um, yeah. Let me see. Fallen. Fallen. Uh, um, kind kind of going back to going back to what I said earlier this song was about him him growing and learning and making mistakes learning how to love learning how not to cheat you know what I'm saying speaking on those uh, certain situations putting like I said putting his heart on his motherfucking sleeve I love to hear shit like that I love to hear shit like that that's the kind of vibe that um that was on falling um fly fly most that um that's the next song that uh that, that was one of that was one of my most definite most definite standouts um, I already said uh, Gaspar Yanga with Snoop, and I explained that shit. And the last one was Sunkissed Child with Jill Scott. Um, that shit was amazing. It, exquisite. Like, Jill is so amazing that she don't even got to sing. I would love to hear her just do some, just speak, just do some, like, spoken word type shit. Because she, she did that shit towards the end of the song. <clears throat> and, and she also sang the hook, Whenever You Hurt, basically. 
with the, with the gist of uh, what, what she was saying. Whenever you hurt, I will always be here to protect you, to to heal you, to 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 you know what I'm saying, be there for you. And who could ask for more <laughs> in a partner or in a fucking song like this shit? This shit really blew my mind. And and the fact that this is this is his second album after after my knowledge of knowing him because I, I believe he got albums older than that, but I I haven't I haven't had the urge to dig dig past him. But the fact that this was low key like his debut album. I guess the first one was really like his debut album for all the attention and shit. He, all the attention and shit he, he got. He probably got way more streams on the on Inglewood High than he did. Well, I don't know because he did get Grammy nominated. So I don't know how that shit worked. I don't know how that shit worked. But just the progression. That was the point I'm trying to make. The the progression going going and and showing and proving like this nigga got the the the, the blueprint that. Nobody has like who you know won a game show and got a rap career off that shit like bro and, and that shit crazy Woodworks Entertainment that's his label that, that that's the shit he owned and I and I believe cause shit that that's what most artists are doing uh, I believe he he probably independent and only got a major distribution deal that's 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 how most niggas is doing it at at United Masters and shit. So so it ain't no A and R's and it ain't no label appointed A and R's. Like you can literally make your own shit, do your own shit, and still get big distribution because honestly, for for anybody, no matter what type of content you're making, um, if you aren't getting organic steam, most people nah, not even most people, anybody, all you need is a backing, all you need is really advertisement and a and a promotion team, honestly, to really get you where you need to be. That's really where people be fucking up. Like you don't you don't you you local you a local nigga maybe even like myself you a local nigga and you don't know where to go you know what i'm saying and, and the people around you they're not specifically on the type of time you on so you got to look and find out for yourself you know you don't have no mentors and um but but yeah it's 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 possible to cut through it but honestly for most for the most part all you need is distribution if you got good content good product you Gucci all you all you need to do is show the masses that's it for anybody but yeah, I love to see it. I love to be a part of it by uh by you know giving my two cents on this shit. This album was fucking fire. D Smoke, Black Habits, Grammy nominated, nigga. But I, I ain't gonna lie. Damn. That um this this album was in the same category as, as the Freddie Gibbs Alfredo. That shit most definitely is a classic too. And that was not his first classic. Freddie 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 got an album. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's the shit. It's like it's the shit where he's sitting in a chair or some shit, standing up, and he got the zebra print on the outline of the shit. I, I forgot. Uh, pinata. I think that's what it's called. Pinata. I like that shit most definitely. But damn, if I will put those two together, I'm, I I I won't even do that. I'm not even qualified because I just recently listened to this shit. You know, listened to the Black Habits, this D Smoke shit recently. But I've been bumping that Alfredo for a few months now, a few few months. Like I know word for word some some of the songs, so ah, I couldn't even give a decision on that right now. I have to simmer on this album for a couple more months. But damn, that just those two together, w- without the other nominees, that that's big and that's the heavy motherfucking decision. And, and that's and I, I love I love to see the Grammys getting back to the real rap because I I think last year Lil Nas X and and, and shit was was getting awards and. And that's cool, but at the same time, it's like, bro, this nigga had the biggest song in the world, but it was it wasn't like it it was just like some play 
some some feel good type type music, and that's cool because I listen to that. Don't get me wrong, I listen to feel good trap hype hype type shit for the most part. But when it comes for the Grammys, I want to see the real rap shit. The real rap niggas getting their esteem. Like the, the the pop shit, cool. Give the pop niggas the billboards and shit. That that's what they want, just so they can <clears throat> repost it on the Instagram and Twitter and shit. That's that's all they. That's all nigga. That's all them niggas really want. But. For the Grammys, for the highest, quote-unquote, esteemed, you know what I'm saying, people, I, I love to see, you know, real rap categories being represented and being <clears throat> appreciated <clears throat> out, out, out of all. But, yeah, um, that's basically all my topics. Um, This is, listen, I'm your host, OG Odie, and you, this is Broke Conversations, the world's most poverty-stricken podcast. I love y'all out there. Appreciate you for tuning in, and I'm out. I'm just a nigga at the NC Trying to put you up on game to put it simply Remember days I was empty Remain true to myself, that's always been key